name's Sid Garza Hillman, and this is what I think. Busy. Busy. That's the word. The word of the day is busy. I just did a YouTube video, you might want to check it out, called Getting Back to Business or Back to Business, something like that. You know, it was partially about just, you know, the excuse of I'm so busy to prevent you from doing stuff. That's part of the theme. But the other theme is that it's just, uh, um, I'm busy with a new book. Here's what I'm doing. I'm writing a new book. And writing a new book is, here's what writing a new book is like. It's like writing a new book. That's exactly what it's like to, to the, literally what it's like is writing a new book is like writing a new book. And this ain't my first rodeo. This is my fourth book. And yet it's like I have short-term memory loss. I don't remember, apparently, you know, I don't know how to do it. I don't, I forget how to do it. And now I got to start over from scratch and play the game that I play with myself, which is to, well, let me just open the file once a day. Because as I stated in the video, it's the looming size, the gargantuan size looming out there, sitting out there in the distance that makes me uh, not do anything. If I focus on that, if I go, oh my God, this is such a huge undertaking, the work ahead that I know is coming. So I can't think about it. I can't think about it because if I think about that, I will not do anything. It's too overwhelming. So I play the same game. It's fun. Hey, you know what? It's the duality of man. We do that. We don't, we don't, we do that. I'm going to launch a, uh, a contest right now and it's this, so because I don't really want to talk about what the new book is about yet. So here's the contest. The first person to email, I'm going to give you a hint, by the way, of the subject of the book, but the first person to email me a, the correct guess of what the book, new book is about will get a free Nutty Nut Nut shirt. Okay. Mm. And I'll give you a hint. So the email address is podcast at sidgarzahillman.com. There you go. Now the hint of the book, the hint on the subject of the book is that it rhymes with, are you ready? Get your pen out. The subject of the book rhymes with Sultra running. That's all I'm going to let you know. That's all, that's all I've got. That is it. You're going to have to really apply yourself on this one. I was in the car the other day driving the kids to school. It's one of my favorite things to do. And I'm driving down and we're, we always listen to music, which is super fun. And my son goes, he's 12. He goes, I want to play you this song. And I go, okay, cool. Because sometimes he'll play me, you know, songs of things or whatever. And he goes, I want you to hear this. This is a band. I think you're really going to like them. And I, you know, there's a lot of the, my kids' music that I totally dig. So we, we talk about music all the time. With my music background, it's part and parcel to that whole picture. Anyways, he, he goes, I think, you're, I think you'll really like this band. My friend listens to this, uh, this one song I want you to hear. I go, go, put it on. The band, Green Day. The band is Green Day. Green Day, not some newfangled Green Day. I go, this is Ronan, this is my my stuff. My Green Day is my thing. My not your thing, not your kids. This is my he goes, you know the band? I go, yes, I know the band. Good lord, I'm probably the same age as him as he is. Ridiculous. And I got the sense in that moment that he was preparing to, you know, unseat me. It, it, you know, like that's the thing that's gonna happen. The kids unseat you. They take you off the the proverbial throne and I feel like he's making moves and I I have a few more years left but I'm telling you I could see it he's sort of the push is starting to happen it's like I'm three and a half steps from a nursing home mm. 
what keeps me in the game by the way is this mexican roast coffee uh now the mexican the roast part of it is me you know that but the bean is mexican through and through fantastic fantastic really good on dark on the dark side that's what i do i roasted it dark but mexican beans they got it going on i kind of i got to give mexico credit for that it kind of offsets them stealing all of our jobs am i right we lost a uh a, a comedian this week uh if you're i don't know when you're listening to this but the week that this podcast came out we lost a comedian now you're gonna think norm mcdonald yeah not to who i'm talking about i I'm a, I'm a tepid fan of Nor whatever neither here nor there he I don't think he was all all everybody you know it's he's fine good in many respects sometimes genius but the comedian I was uh, referring to was Art Metrano and um, I'm gonna link there's some things on the YouTube about Art Metrano but I'm gonna link to one specific uh, video that you should watch. I really want you to watch this video. This is Art Matrona, very old school. Art uh, Norm was kind of old school too, so I got to give it to them. But anyways, Art Matrona. If you've never heard of him, you're not you're not alone. Most people have not heard of Art Matrona. Uh, and so I really, really appreciate uh, him. He cr- cracks me up. Anyways, uh, I referenced a f- little while back a, a thing I had been asked to do by this website called shepherd.com. And they do this thing where they feature authors some pretty sizable ones actually, but they reached out to me and said, Hey, um, you know, if you're working to promote your book, which my new book, six truths is out. If you haven't gotten it, you might want to pick up a copy. Anyways, they ask authors to write their top five books in, in whatever theme. And so, so I worked on it and in a past episode, I can't remember which episode it was. I talked about, um, Cormac McCarthy's, um, all the pretty horses because I was, t- Oh, it's, it was the, gone is the cowboy. I think it was the episode. Anyways, uh, it's out. It's done. The, uh, it's finished. So my theme that I chose was fiction books that are secretly philosophy books. That was my theme. Top five books that are fiction that are sort of secretly philosophy. So I will link to that too. It's kind of cool. Share it around. Tell people. D- don't share it. Just tell people. Tell tell people. Email somebody. Here, this is the thing to look at that thing. Um, thank you for for the Patreoners, thank you for the people who step up and give me a few bucks a month. That's a very nice thing to do. It help, it does help me, especially when I'm writing a book. It's sort of in this thing of like having patrons or Patreoners, depending on how you look at it. Um, just got a new small step intensive client. Super excited. I have, I have space for one. If you're interested, smallstepintensive.com. You can set up a thing with me and find out more about it. Okay, good. I am rewatching Breaking Bad. Now, this is a Talk about, I'm an ultra runner. I've done ultra run. Watching Breaking Bad is harder than any ultra run I've ever, uh, ultra marathon I've ever done. I I was twitching and and heavy breathing. I had to become a certified oxygen advantage breathing coach just to offset the stress that occurred during the watching of Breaking Bad. But my daughter's 17 and she has a friend who's watching it. And I said, yeah, I'll watch it. I'll rewatch it with you. Boy, did I not know what I was getting into. I think again, I think I have short-term memory loss. So I'm rewatching the show and it's just as stressful as it always was. I don't remember when things are, ha- I, say, I go with this happening right now. I thought this was like four seasons down. I, I'm not ready for this to occur. This thing that is kind of fuzzy, but I know makes me have digestive issues. Um, and in the watching of this show, and it is, it is a very good show and it's very complex. It's, I knew it was complex before, but now I'm watching it the second time and really getting to the deeper level. And, and oddly enough, I'm, I'm, 
I'm seeing parallels between the show and the work that I do. Is that weird? And I'll, t- I'll tell you why, because a lot of the work I'm doing is to get people hooked on meth. And so that I was like, I didn't catch it the first time around, but in this second time, I was like, oh my God, that they do meth. I'm trying to get people, more people to do meth. That's fucking weird. Uh, how did I miss that? But I've had moments where I'm, I'm, I have moments often where I'm like, who am I really appealing to? Like who, who, and the, and the after feeling episode, by the way, was, um, more people listen to that. I don't know why. I never know what works and doesn't work. I just know what I, I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. But that was kind of cool. It was, it, it stuck with people for whatever reason. But anyways, I, I, and here's what I think is why. But anyways, I have this, these times where I go, who am I talking to? Like who watches my videos? Who listens to this podcast? I don't know. I know they're all excellent people. Um, but I go like, is it people who are miserable? Like people who are just like in a bad way? And I don't think that's the case at all. I mean, I've talked to many people who've listened to me uh, and who do, and they're all fine. And, you know, like, and I just think it's people who like me want to grow, want to avoid stagnation. You know, we have this modern world where it's super easy to phone it in. It's super easy to just rely on routine and what you do each day and and you get through and you might have even like a pretty good life doing that but there's a certain number of us and i think possibly all of us on some level that want more that it's not like we're walking around in a horrible state we're we're fine like most of us are fine some people are not and they come to me and they go i'm super freaking not fine but other people are generally but there's like a spark that they are have maybe just discovered that's always been there or they know it and it's there and again like the success of the feeling question episode you know that like i think there's a there's a desire to want to figure things out to want to figure out how to do this better the things that we're doing to do this better to to not only offset the stress of news and social media all that kind of crap but do better like to 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 move through the fear of of setting the bar high setting the bar high for yourself is is not easy people want to lower the bar they want to think that things are out of their control i can't do anything about that's the best thing when a doctor tells you oh no I've never seen this before when she or he goes, I don't know, I've never seen this before. And we go, oh, thank God, that's so cool. They've never seen it before. It's a, I'm special this way. I don't have to do anything about it. And I think that the, the after feeling was, you know, sort of like, oh, okay. Um, but I think most people that, I, and I'm guessing here, but they're paper, on paper, fine. But they want more. And I, I think you should never apologize for wanting more. I don't think you should ever apologize for wanting to be healthier, happier, being at a healthy weight, looking better in your opinion. Don't ever apologize for that. I, I think we, setting the bar is a gargantuan task. It's fear inducing because what if you don't hit it? That's our thing, right? If I expect more from myself and I don't meet those expectations, that's going to suck. So let me lower the expectations. Then I can sort of get through life and go, that's about what I expected. And it's it's not happy making. It's fine. You'll live your life and you'll do that thing. But it's, I think we want to f- be fulfilled. We want to be moved. We want to be, we want to have passion. We want to do this. And most people do. And if people who don't, I don't even know. I think maybe they do and they've just convinced themselves. They have, they've re- developed that routine and habit of not looking at that stuff. And I think there's a fire that's there in us. I think we're wired for evolution. I think we're wired for growth. I think human beings, you know, on a physiological level, stagnancy is is as shitty on us, mind and body, as too much stress. We don't do well stagnant. We don't do well phoning it in. We don't do well sitting on the couch. 
We just don't do. We don't. We don't look. We don't do well sitting on a screen uh, for most of our days. And I think what what Breaking Bad. Uh, you see how I got back there. I don't. I don't think. I think Breaking Bad is is the way I looked at. I am looking at it this time around when I can get past the sheer covering my eyes. By the way, there, every other scene, my daughter's under a blanket. I go, you can't, you have to, if you're, if I'm watching this with you, you are watching, you are seeing these things. And I don't care if this causes you to need therapy later in life. I will pay for that therapy. But if we're in it, we're freaking in it. You cannot cover your head with a blanket. You can't do it. If I'm in it, you're in it. <clears throat> but there's a transformation in the character. That's pretty cool. And that's when he finds, and I'm not, there's no huge spoiler, but when he finds out that he has cancer and he's actually dying, it's the first time in his life that he is transforming from what he's always done to, to a, to a conflict between that and in this, in his case, breaking bad, which means when he's finally free and realizes he's got nothing to lose, he just breaks bad. But, and so shitty for him, I mean, and for everybody in his life. And that is a spoiler alert, but good God, what an ending. But I'm thinking, what about breaking good? You know, what about this transition from what we've always done and what works for us on paper? You know, like the bit, they're very successful. They make a lot of, that's always the thing. They're doing great. They make a lot of money. Okay, because those two things for sure always equal. You're doing great and you're making a great salary. Okay, because that's definitely the mark of success for sure. For sure. What about breaking good? And there's a there's a few times in that show, many times actually, where he the main character Walt is walking around and he's doing this thing and he's kind of emotional and kind of panicky or whatever. And then there's a calm that settles in his face. Brian Cranston does an absolutely insane job of of pulling this off. Where it's a focus, it's a calm focus. There's one scene where he watches a girl die. And he's crying and it's horrible and he's conflicted and it's horrible. And then he calmly, his face goes calm and he watches it because that's a decision he realizes he needs to make. Is it a shitty decision? Of course it's shitty. He's walking, watching a girl die. I'm not, I'm not condoning that behavior. I'm saying that in the work that I do, there is a certain calmness. There is a certain focus that occurs in the transition and transformation for people have always done and that how they even define themselves i've talked about a lot identity i'm a binger there's a certain settling that occurs and i call it an eerie calm it's like an eerie sort of like oh and i i talked about last week the cold plunge that the tub i got i'm down to 43 degrees and it is not fucking around i mean it is not but i will tell you every time i go through this exact transformation there is a Oh my God, I'm cleaning counters to just delay the inevitable. You know, just, I better straighten this counter. I'm, I better spend time. I don't want to, I'll do the cold. There's no problem. I just got to get this counter straightened. Like that's kind of like, thing. and finally, when I realize, because it's a choice, I don't have to, by the way, I don't have to do it, but I've chosen to do it. There's a certain calming that I have to, the process I go through, I'm going to say literally, and I mean it correctly, literally every time I get in that tub, there has never been a single time that I've gotten in a cold shower or a cold tub or river or ice bath that I've gone, I cannot wait for this. Oh, I just need, I just cannot wait. This is going to feel so good. Never, not once, not one time. And there is a process by which I just have to resign myself in a good way to get the chatter done, 
to get the delaying done, the procrastinating done, the busyness done, and settle into this calm. And I think that applies in the work I do very much in this podcast to eating non-drug food, uh, meaning healthy food, to, to oftentimes exercising. There's been, exercise is not the same for me as the cold. Like there's been times where I just, I'm looking forward to a run for sure. Like exercise, I'm like, I cannot wait to just, I want to get on a trail, like absolutely. Cold, never, not once. Um, sauna, love the sauna sometimes. You know, there's just times I'm like, oh, it's going to feel fantastic. The cold, not once. And that's why I do it. A client I just finished up with asked me, he goes, what do you think about that? Look, I'm not going to bullshit you. It never feels good getting into that thing. Never. Maybe for somebody, not for me. Eventually it feels good. And I'll tell you what, the after feeling is phenomenal. Every time I get out, I'm so happy I did that. And I think it's because we, in order to live the lives that we want to live, we have to do things we don't want to do to more and fully enjoy the things we do want to do. I don't, I, I'm not the, end all be all of this but i will tell you in my experience with all the work that i've done the thousands of people i've spoken to and hundreds that i've worked with and these many 350 episodes of podcasts that i've done between the two shows i don't know if there's getting i just don't think there's getting around that i don't think there's any way to get around that i don't think we can have our cake and eat it too i don't think we can say i i i want to do everything i don't want to do anything i don't want to do i don't think I don't think we have to, it's a, it's a next level existence of saying, I don't want to do this, but kind of secretly I do. I don't want to get in the cup, but I, in the tub, but I kind of do. I not kind of do. I really do. I don't want to, but I do want to. We have to do things that we don't want to do in order to more fully enjoy the things we do want to do. I believe we enjoy things more fully in our lives. We're more fulfilled passion allow we allow passion to come into our lives when we are willing to do things that take us out of routine that break the normalcy, the mundane, that break those things up, shocking ourselves a little bit. I don't think there's any way to get around that. And the the breaking good idea is this, this, this like bringing in this habit through hard work. I mean, I, I address this a lot in Six Truths. Like there, I don't think there's any way to get around doing things we don't want to do in order to more fully enjoy the things we do. I don't think there's any getting around hard work. I mean, diets and quick fixes make millions selling people on an, a non-hard work path to what they want, but they can't do it. They cannot do it. That's why I have clients because they go, shit, I'm not doing this again. I've done 20 yo-yo diets. Can Is there a different way? Because this sucks. That's why I have a job because how shitty those quick fixes are because they lock you in and they sell you something they cannot deliver. There's no getting around hard work. There's no getting around hard work. Thank God, because it's the best. It's the best work you'll ever do is to take on your life, is to build in routines of calm, that eerie calm, that waiting till all the bullshit fades away. And then you get to this eerie calm and you proceed in your life in a way that is doing things that you might not want to do in the moment, so that when you do the things you do want to do, time with family and everything else, it you do it more fully. You do it with the passion that we're all craving, I think, on some level. I don't think there's getting there's a way to get around that. I don't think there's a way to get around having to eat some shit sometimes to more fully live your life. It is time to toughen up. If you want to live a better life, if you want to evolve and grow and live the life you want to live, not that I want you to live or anybody else or any expectations from outside, you Deep, deep down, admit what you want. Admit it. It's there already. Figure it out. 
it sucks to admit that you want more and then the fear that's associated with saying, well, well, what if I don't get it? Well, you never know until you try. That's trite and I know it, but it's true. It is time to toughen up. It is time to stop fucking around. This stone The only way out is to run The only way out is to bubble down This storm The only way out is to come on down The only way out is to watch it pass through Pass too much of everything Your mystique is tied and paper thin Tell me why this is happening This way The way you shut down It makes me scream Your silence is unsettling This storm The only way out is the way in I see the only way out is to Give you Too much of everything Your mystique is tied and paper thin Tell me why this is happening When our time is finally Time